Yes. Yeah, so, so this is the beginning of our podcast. We got, we got a child Sweet here. Jesus. You know, welcome to the No Name Podcast, everyone. This is your host Arturo, joined by your co-host. Wait, off to an amazing start. We're off to an amazing start with our co-host Ricky joining us and Zanny. No. Oh my gosh. No. Okay, Kate, don't. Oh my gosh. I will say this. If if you're watching this, if you're watching this on YouTube, yeah, it's Arthur's doing the freeze frame issue again, like always. And all that stuff. Okay, but not not only am I doing freeze frame issue. I'm making egg rolls. Sandy, you're hecka like making so much noise. Get out of here. <laughs> It's just... But yeah, I'm over here making egg rolls because I no, not because why not? Because I have food ingredients and I have a family to feed. So that's why it's important no. for you guys to like and subscribe. No, just kidding. <laughs> I understand that. We understand that. It's more the fact that your your it changes to a new frame every like thirty to forty five seconds, and it's behind because I know you're not still sitting down. Yes, I agree. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. But back to where we were. This is the No Name Podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever we have podcasts at, we are on. But how have you been, Ricky? It's been a week. And, and, it's been a week. And, and, and it's not even that. It's just more the fact that it's like, I don't want to say I've been stressed of what's been happening. I've been, I've, it's been more like excitement, stress, a lot of things. There's been a lot of stuff that's happened in the past week, at least within the last week, at least, and all that stuff. Last two weeks, but I don't know. But in the last week, there's been a lot that's happened. Not just here that we're going to talk about pretty soon. We got in the No Name Sports Show, which is coming out later on uh, and everything after like a week after this episode. Uh, there's gonna be a lot to talk there. I was I was stressed to my balls out and all that stuff about certain things, and there's just, it's oof, a lot, just a lot. Oof, a lot. I'm guessing a lot of stuff happening over there in the sports world, right? All right, I, I I will say this. I will say this to for those who watch this and the sports show. I'm just happy that Alabama's not in the college football playoff. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> you know, it, it's been. Yeah, it's just been an interesting week. I mean, look at me. I'm over here making egg rolls and doing a podcast with mm. my little sister right next to me who keeps on wanting to, like, you know, interject herself into this podcast. Currently, currently the frame is like she's, like, dead. St- she's, like, giving a death stare to somebody right now on the freeze frame. You know, line. that's exactly what she does. She loves giving death stares. That makes sense. That everyone. Makes sense. That makes yeah. more sense. You know... Speaking of sports, too, you know what's been happening in our esports scene? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, that was a terrible thing to say, Sandy. <laughs> oh my god. The No Name Podcast, but, home of amazing transitions. Perfect transitions. You know, we have transitions like 
Yeah, Ricky. Segways. So segways, my apologies. Segways. Yeah, beautiful segways. But you know, our Smash esports. Oh God. How how has that been going? Because last I heard, we had a Smash World Tour going on. I just looked. And now, okay, here, here's here's something just now. So I did the doc and everything like that. There's literally a part in there that I just now see, and I know I didn't put it in here, and I'm surprised. It was me. Say, yeah, I know it was you, because I'm shocked by the fact that that that, ha- that it happened. And I'm, but it's not surprising that it happened, and we'll probably get to that soon. And also, oh yeah, saying, that last part, I was like, oh, that must have been new, because I didn't see that when I was looking. At that, was, that was. I think that was like literally today, like about maybe five. Five hours ago, like around one. So, well, okay. So, the, okay. That makes sense. Now. Yeah. And, yeah. Dude, Smash World Tour. We, we had it coming up, you know. Day literally. after Thanksgiving. Canceled. Literally, by literally Nintendo. Weekend, literally the weekend after Thanksgiving. It's like, I think that Monday. I, no, I think it was literally the day after Thanksgiving. Okay, then I could be totally be wrong on that. Um, yeah. But... After that and everything, right? And then not only did that happen, right? We got like no answer to like why. Until recently, Nintendo was like, "Oh, because no license." But November twenty ninth, Smash... yeah, it came out the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. On the very first article from from Smash World Tour, on the very first one, it's a Tuesday. Just saying, no, no, just, just... <laughs> sorry. You you don't have to fact check me here, Ricky. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. It's it's being with Manny so much that you have to be able to fact check. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, but like, yeah, it's it's crazy because Smash World Tour was like a big event, and it's not like a very big event. A very big event, and we actually had not just Smash World Tour; we had the Panda Cup as well, mm. and Panda Cup was essentially. Another Smash World Tour. It was happening at the same time. And right before everything canceled. We're like, what in the world is going on? And Nintendo's response was, oh, it's because health protocols. See, to... yeah, yeah, I did. so I think when it first came out... Um... It was quiet and all that stuff. And I literally texted you like the night and that night about what the hell is going on and everything. Because as far as I knew, I just knew about the first statement that came in from uh, the Smash World Tour about it. I'm trying to find more about what I can, what I could and also for what I can understand. And I was just like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, And I was like, and everything. And I know you are within... You're more of a Smash, you know your Smash stuff more than I do. I, I, I'm a I'm an old Smash veteran. Yes, I, I will say he 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 uh, he participated in a tournament that we didn't get to watch because it sucked because they didn't put him in the, on stream. It sucked and it was stupid. And all that stuff. <laughs> I hated that so much. And all that stuff. Anyways, not not the point. Um, and as far as I, from what I could understood, from based off everything. A lot of crazy stuff from this. It, it was a lot of crazy stuff. And then not only was it like a lot of crazy stuff, right? Mm. But it was also a lot of 
a lot of communication with, you know, Smash World Tour. Because keep in mind, Smash World Tour is not being hosted by like some random company or anything like that. Smash World Tour is basically being hosted by VGC, you know, Video Game Bootcamp, mm-hmm. right? And Video Game Bootcamp is very well known in the Smash community. They record and host a lot of. Look at, I mean, like the perfect egg roll right here. I'll probably see and, that and for the next three minutes. I'll probably see that pop up in a freeze frame within the next three minutes. <laughs> so hold it long enough so that way when it when it transitions to the next freeze frame, it might show it. I'll, I'll just like hold it like this for like the next like minute and a half while I talk. And then we could like post this as a meme or something, be like, get it? No, but um yeah, so video game bootcamp was the one that was going ahead and hosting everything is it's going to record it and everything uh we had the summit right they were the ones that were um going to be broadcasting it and then on the other side we had panda world cup having their own tournament and the way that for those of you that do know it or don't know um the way that the smash world tour was being monitored is that any tournament you went to, those would count as points to go to Smash World Tour. And for for the finals and everything that were that were coming up, any points that you earned during those tournaments, whether it be like a small time tournament or a big time tournaments, any and all points would count towards your total score. And Panda was doing it differently at first saying, you know, only their special events was going to be available. And then after some backlash, they're like, actually, any and all Smash events will be fine for the Panda Cup. And I'm like, already, that's kind of like, mm, as far as like, you know, Panda side goes, because the fact that they wanted to make it kind of exclusive and well, not really. Well, here's the other thing. Here's the one, the important tidbit that I think is, is important about this whole thing in general, um, especially like finding, um, especially like reading, like finding out more and all that stuff from today and today from what I ca- caught up with and all that stuff. And I think that is a more important thing because not a lot of people know, not a lot of people pay attention to this kind of stuff. And I think, um, Panda's tournament is officially licensed by Nintendo. How else the Smash World Tour wasn't. And the thing is, though, um, though it wasn't officially licensed, Nintendo was kind of like letting it slide as long as they don't do anything that's like illegal, such as mods or anything like that. So yeah, it's been it's been it's like they so it was like they'll they'll let them do it. It was just more of the fact of you just can't do certain things. How else with Panda though? Is, is it was an officially licensed tournament by Nintendo and all that stuff. Yeah, and it wasn't, an, and, and it's and it's not exclusive too. Also, to bring that up too, it's not like an exclusive thing too. So, and it's not like you know, Smash World Tour didn't try to get a license. They were talking to Nintendo. Mm-hmm. They kind of got the, oh yeah, go for it. You know, like the the they say they stated like, oh yeah, the time. We don't need to license events anymore. Yet they licensed Panda, and then didn't license Smash World Tour. 
because of well the health reasons. Well, the like, reasons, what, what health reasons you got going, dude. Yeah. Like you got freaking like sure, Smash players are stinky and everything, but like, dude, yeah, that's like everywhere. That's not gonna be prevented at Panda, no matter what. No, yeah, because of what I from what I remember when it first came to fruition of these two tournaments, like and all that stuff, and that was like at least a couple a year, if not a couple years ago. That they were like they were gonna happen, still both gonna happen. Panda had the license, was the official light had the official license. House Smash World Tour didn't, though they were in communication with Nintendo back and forth of make of wanting to do that to make it to make it an, get official license and all stuff. Yeah, and then and then apparently back in April is when they last was they spoke. They didn't after April. Um, they had they hadn't talked since April of this year until finding out about what happened until before Thanksgiving, literally on things the day before Thanksgiving about them not um no longer they can't they're not gonna license them. Nintendo wasn't gonna license them and all that stuff. Which led to the can which led to cancellation after. Yeah. And you know, the big all big all Nintendo's response was so Nintendo first posted a response saying, you know, Unfortunately, that Smash World Tour didn't receive a license because of health reasons. But this isn't an era where um, any Smash tournaments and everything will be affected in the future because they look forward to still um, hosting tournaments either with any Little Root tournaments or big tournaments and provide licenses for them. Yeah, so it's like from based off the recent statement that I saw from Nintendo too, um, they were saying like though they weren't gonna officially grant them the license for twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, I think also, uh, they never encouraged them to or told them to like you to cancel the event and all that stuff. And there's now they're starting to be a little back and forth because I know they recently they had responded back. Uh, yeah, National Tour responded back to that, also saying and all that stuff about the decision and all that stuff about that little part about Nintendo saying that they don't have that decision because like earlier before that they Nintendo they had said Nintendo told them that those times were over about those about giving the shut and all that stuff about the unofficial mutual understanding as they called it and all that stuff. So that's all crazy and all stuff and then of course it's like the other thing about it was like the other party which would the other party in this panda coming into this and all that stuff was from what we was understanding of how all sorry was the ceo being uh apparently going to tournament organizers telling telling them about like hey if you want to do tournaments you want to make sure you do it under the panda thing because we might you might not be able to do this again next year and all that stuff you know something might happen and all that stuff and or just, you know Especially with the quote-unquote threat that he made with Summit, being like, oh, you know, oh yeah, it would be unfortunate if your guys' event isn't licensed and this one gets canceled compared to our event that is licensed. Yeah, And then tried to to kick them off. But, like, obviously this isn't a whole podcast just about Nintendo. So I'm just going to kind of, like, wrap things up because that's more of the nitty-gritty. Yeah, but the the big all big all right now is that Smash World Tour 
still canceled. Yes. Um, Ludwig is holding his own tournament actually with true. the top eight um, finalists for Smashville Tour. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, CEO Panda Allen is no longer the CEO um, because of the executive decision. He is now stepped down. And then not only that, but Panda World Tour or the Panda Cup has also been postponed because 80% of their players dropped out. Well, yeah. Well, I, like that's the other thing about that. When it first first when this first occurred, like a lot of players, even their own, were like, "Oh, yeah. Not, they're not No, 80% of like actual people that were in contracts with Panda. Yeah. dropped well, yeah. out. So they only have 20% of their players. Yeah. So right now everyone else is like literally free agents or like it's assigned into a new company. A new org. New orgs. Uh let's see here. What else do we need to go? Trying to get this feed. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and then <laughs> and then the CEO so like Alan, right? He, <laughs> you know what he said? You know what he tweeted today as well? He also tweeted, you know, I will be back. I have evidence that goes against um, Smash World Tour and the Summit. And I'm like, if you have that evidence, why didn't you present it then and there? Because then that makes it look more like, oh, I'm I'm going to look for something to like. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. So he actually stepped down as of last night. That was the day we're recording. Since we're recording this on a Monday, it was Sunday night that he did this. And all that stuff. Uh, Panda has heard the concerns of the Smash community. Uh, this is from Panda's official Twitter. Uh, yeah. And also taking, and it's taking immediate action. Alan is no longer CEO, effective immediately. And the interim Panda employees are working with outside advisors to form a temporary interim management com- committee to act as CEO and navigate it at a critical time. And all stuff. IMC media priorities are to work with t- any team member that desires to resign, including release from any contractual obligations, support those who feel displaced through these events, and find a home either with Panda or another organization. Um, and then, yeah, later on, and then of course, it does like due to security concerns or staff or contractors, the Panda Cup finale is postponed. IMC will work to issue refunds to all those who registered in the coming weeks. And all stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so not only did we got one canceled, there's another another one is now postponed, and yeah, everything's just gonna. <laughs> I remember the first and... thing I told you. I remember the one thing I told you was like, "What's gonna happen to Genesis next month?" Because <laughs> I was worried because I wanted to go and attend that. I you know they they didn't they tweet today with like some eyeballs like they're I think they're good <laughs> they're good yeah they're, they're good because they've been tweeting they've been tweeting like stuff that's like they're good and all that stuff and they're still been they've been like tweeting out like stuff to like vendors about st- information and all stuff. So like, that's yeah. fine. Thank God. Cause it's like, I don't need that. I was like, I need, I don't want to miss. I want to watch this and all that stuff. I want to attend that. again. Are we trying to go for Saturday or are we trying to do Saturday and Sunday? Saturday and Sunday. Since, since, since the, the main past covers now all three days, all, all days. Oh, true, now? true, true. I'm down for that and all that stuff. I want to do both. Uh, 
Yeah. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. So but yeah, like a lot, a lot of crazy stuff that's happening in the Smash scene right now. Oh my god. Things being canceled. Things being postponed. Uh, keep in mind, this would not have happened if both if Nintendo decided to give both Smash World Tour and Panda their license. This wouldn't have happened well, if. No, I don't even think it's. I, I don't think it's. Well, this is just me. I think I'm just kind of like playing a little bit of devil's advocate right here on this part. Uh huh. I don't think it's more the fact of Nintendo not giving them a license because, like, if there was, like, an, I guess you could say, gentleman's agreement, hint to later on on a topic we're going to talk about, um, uh, of the fact that Nintendo is allowing these tournament organizers to still do Smash tournaments, they just can't do anything to that's they what's deemed illegal, such as like mods and all that stuff. And I forgot the name of that one melee mod that's big and everything like that. So as an example, like you can't like as long as you're not doing that stuff and Dex? I think so. And it's like as long as you're not doing that kind of stuff and the, it's the actual game itself and everything, then it's fine. Nintendo won't push and everything. Unless between now and then there's been some organizational changes within the company itself and everything. Fun uh, fact, I've actually won a Project X tournament at a college. Fun. <laughs> fun. Um, with Link. Oh my gosh, that was so atrocious, actually. Yeah, and then it's like... Um, and it's just... And it's now like, Nintendo, it's, don't, don't ban this video. <laughs> we're just saying. Oh, stuff. Um... Now, like I said, unless there was some organizational stuff within the company, then yeah. And yes, I I know for the fact that there is a history with the esports scene of Smash and Nintendo and all that stuff. I know there's a history, not a good one, and all that stuff. But I'm just saying, like, if there was a place like going onto the side of uh Smash World Tour, if there was like a like like you said, a gentleman's agreement of the fact like Nintendo is allowing you to do these tournaments as long as you don't as long as you don't do these certain things, then you're fine. We'll like let it go. Then yes, they did they were still in talks with Nintendo of getting an official license and all that stuff. And then whatever happened on the panda side of even though like I you now know the the CEO is no longer part of the company. And if those things Well are, he's still with the company. He he's just being he just doesn't have his power and influence anymore. Okay, never mind it about that. Um, <laughs> unless he did say those things too, and even because now he's saying he did, he's not, and is there he has now to have this evidence and all that sort. It's going to be interesting to see what it is, what's going on here, and all that stuff. And Nintendo, of course, he's already laid. Nintendo's already said what they've said, and all that stuff. The licenses, they say, the license is more due to the fact of health and concern of course we're coming off covid still and everything like that and and all and all that stuff it's gonna be interesting what's gonna happen in the next couple months and all that stuff seeing what's gonna happen of where this is gonna lead and all that stuff and hopefully whatever uh the former ceo does or says about uh hope he brings this out rather sooner rather than later because it's going to take a while to get that all. It's going to be something interesting to know of like what he's going to say about these guys and all that stuff and what's going to happen. Yeah. And also, and hopefully I'd rather be after Genesis so I can enjoy that still. Just saying. <laughs> exactly. But then not only that, but it's more the fact 
Oh, shoot. I forgot where I was going to go with this because I was rolling up my egg roll. Excuse me. But it's more the fact that, you know, all this is happening and everything, and Panda's first response, instead of it being like a copy-paste from basically Nintendo, um, they they were like apologizing for Alan's behavior, and they're like, oh, we, we, we're sorry about his behavior specifically. Um, but Panda's company, we will still see you there at Panda World Tour compared to like where it is now. Like, oh, Alan is stepping down and then we'll, we're doing stuff to like, you know, help out our situation right now. And I felt like that was just a little too late because a lot of stuff has already happened in that time. Oh, yeah. In that time frame. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like and everything. Like all this stuff is like, especially because the biggest thing is that with Smash players, um, especially in the video game community and esports, there isn't a lot of, you know, price pool money oh, no. involved. Like not at all. Like you get little, you buy a pack of cigarette cigarettes after winning a game of Smash, after winning a tournament of Smash. It's, it doesn't pay well. Oh, but, but then again, it's like despite that, we host these big events, and granted, we've been getting more and more because of like you know, bigger t- big time streamers, you know, Monsters. donating Monsters. into the prize pool and everything. Um, we have people like Ludwig, for instance, hosting his own tournament for our, our top eight contenders. Well, here's and everything, and then he, but here's the thing also, Ludwig happened to mention this in a video where he was true. like talking about this stuff of like saying like if this stuff is true about Nintendo more having more is like it's no longer this whole gentleman's agreement kind of thing he's he's even scared of wanting to probably host his own tournaments in the future and all that stuff i mean sh- damn he lost like a bunch of money in the and la- one he just did recently in an invitation yeah and all that stuff and that's because only a big sponsor decided to drop out last minute and all that stuff yeah and that's crazy to know. It's just like, and then especially with the esports teams that you know provide their own money, their own funds to help these players go play. Because in the end of the day, these are people that are really skilled at the game, and they sign on to participate because they're there to play. And this was going to be such a big event where we were going to see a lot of the top players just go at it. And that was going to be something really interesting for to see as, you know, a community. Because keep in mind, this was our first world tournament. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it was we literally lost kind two. of. We lost two in a week span. We lost two in like a week span. No, so, I mean, and keep one, in mind, one's if you're watching canceled, this in the future and like, you know, smashes back up and running again, you know, good for that. If not, if we live in like an apocalyptic world and there's no Smash anymore. Well, I think also no, like, you know. <laughs> I don't I don't remember where I heard this from and all that stuff, but it's like, I mean, Nintendo's not a company that's like very big on supporting competitive scenes on their games, particularly like Smash in general. Well, particularly Smash. And particularly Smash and all that stuff. And it's it sucks to see that and everything. But I think that's just because it's a Japanese company and the Japanese culture is totally different. This is my last rapper. 
I'll do it special. I'm sorry. And I I hope that changes. I mean, it feels like it it kind of did with Panda Cup getting the getting the license first, and then the Smash World Tour actually still going without having the license was that seemed like a point in the right direction. Um, this kind of like throws into a makes it uh, throws a curveball at it for sure. Um, but it, I hope that we something. I hope something changes between now and then. We'll get happen. Get to see this stuff again because I think competitive. I think the just the fight scene in general on the esports side is just something that's like needs a lot of support. And in general, you know, if anything, multiverses just will take over. Oh, I don't know about that. People call it a dead game now. It's not a dead game. It's actually it's... one of the top fighters. Well, keep it. Keep in mind, people call it a dead game, but you got to look at it. For the gaming category that it's in, it's in a fighting game category. It's a platforming fighting game, also. Platform fighting game, and it's one of the it's the biggest out there. Mm-hmm. And what do we have? Because Smash doesn't necessarily count as a fighting game, depending because of Nintendo. No, the uh, the, the the Smash competitive scene counted as a fighting game. Smash competitive scene, but second to that, we have multiverses. <laughs> yeah, but then again, it's like. Everyone complain. People complain about that game because it's not Smash, and it's like that's not. Well, I'm like it's not supposed to be Smash. It's not supposed to be Smash, and all that stuff. And it's a free to play. No, you you. It's literally a free to play game, and all that stuff. You know, you have your Smash, and it's kind of going dog water for you. But like, hey, Multiverses is here, not which that, we got to get back to playing. Not yes, kidding. I know. Yes, I know. And it's not that we don't hate. We're not hating on Smash and all that stuff and everything. Oh no, we know? love Smash. We grew up with Smash. I, exactly. I was like, I'm I, Arthur more to me. And all that stuff. Like I still play. I'll play it when I when we, when the opportunity comes. Don't get me wrong. Same and stuff. Like I would love. I I love playing. I enjoy that game to the tooth and all that stuff. Um, I have so much feeling left over <laughs> and everything like that. But it's just more of the fact of like if your company is not supporting that particular scene, it just makes it tough and all that stuff. It really does. Makes it tough and everything. And it's just. It's. I mean, it's nice to see that other companies are embracing the fighting game community, in particularly Nintendo. Is just it's just a pain in the butt all the time, with it, and all that stuff. But hey, this is what it is. It's what it is. I need a bag. I think I was like I think, like the one thing about fighting games in particular. There's um, I don't know if I ever told you this, and I don't know if you know this, but Riot Games is making a fighting game. Interesting. And all that stuff. What game is it making? A fighting game. It is. Uh, oh well. Uh, two. It's a two v. It's. I forgot what they called it. And all that stuff. You know, it's a fighting game. I want to check out Schoolgirls. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. And all that stuff. That is something that I definitely want to check out too. I think I bought it on Steam. Because like I remember, I always remember seeing it. The character designs always look really cool. Yeah. I'm interested in fighting games, but it's the fact that. My whole problem with fighting games, it's two-player. And for me, I have friends that always want to play games. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't bust out these two-player games. And that's why, you know, Smash or, like, Multiverses, where it has, like, game modes for more than two people, are, like, really cool. interesting and then make a tournament out of it. Unless you have that so many people. That's the point of that, though. I know if if it's uneven, hey, work it out and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. And all that stuff. Um... 
My egg rolls burning. Give me a sec while I try to pull up this thing. Oh my gosh, my dog is gonna kill me. And all that stuff. But it's like, because the one thing that fears me, because of course this is Riot Games, and two, they have two of the most popular games in esports, esports in the world, which is League of Legends and Valorant, and all that stuff. But they run those things. Imagine right league of legends as a fighting game right dude that's literally what it is and all that stuff it's literally because you're using league of legend characters you know it wouldn't surprise me they came out with the show they came out with the... which they did one of the exactly best shows, one of the best shows in the world it's gonna do this that way like you guys don't hear me watching a dish thing but it's at the same time it's just more the fact that I'm scared for the fact that they might. That, I don't want to call it gatekeeping in a way, but keep this on a hold on the esports side of it and all, of this game, of that fighting game. And because it needs a grassroots course, it does. And all that stuff. If you want to see this grow competitively, that's just my opinion, though. And all that stuff. I'm trying to find this game where I thought what they're trying to call it. And all stuff. But I need our third to start talking so I can look for this particularly. And all that stuff. But as well, I'm looking for this so I can particularly say. It's a 2D fighter. And all stuff. This is the article. Isn't the video I was looking for, but is this the first one? Yes. And also assist based fighter. There we go. A 2D2 assist fighter. There we go. That's what I was looking for. That's what it's called. That's what it is based off. So it's similar to like um see Marvel vs. Capcom in a way. In Dragon Dragon Ball Z Fighters. I'm sorry, my fighting game knowledge is very somewhat not limited, but it's like hard to branch that out to make it going and all that stuff. But I don't know. We're getting off in a tangent on this. Cause I love fighting games too. And all stuff. I don't get in, I don't play them enough. And everything. Excited for Street Fighter. Street Fighter Six is Yes. Cool. Oh, there he goes. Okay. Yeah, we 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 got to play that at <laughs> Switch fun. Switch at TwitchCon, and that, that was pretty fun. I don't know if they confirmed crossplay on that because I would definitely get it on PlayStation because I like the controls, high level controls. You like the controls? Mm. I, I like my pro controller. <laughs> and all that stuff. But, that. you know, Nintendo doesn't necessarily have all the bad. Like, sure, we had like Pokemon and Smash kind of be meh at this time. For this past month, but you know what okay. wasn't meh? Pokemon's not meh. Okay. 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 Just... No, like I'm not saying it was. It's meh. Like I've heard good things about it. Like I heard that it's a good game. It um, it's just like it has a lot of bugs right now. It's not, and it's not pretty. But other than that, it's pretty good. Hey, I haven't played the game yet, so I don't really have an opinion. You know, keep that in mind for people know, that are listening in. But it's like, why are you compare like the fact that because I can compare like. They're bugging about the performance, which I agree with, which I know I understand and all that stuff. But don't try to do this like it's a fucking Call of Duty game and all that stuff. I'm sorry. It, enjoy it. Have fun. 
and all that stuff. It is a good game. I haven't got to play it a lot because we're doing it because we have so much other. Like, you know, other and games. it's getting patch notes. It's getting patch notes. So when I play, I'll have all the fun with it. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be lucky. You're gonna look because you're getting this like right after everything gets pretty much when everything gets fixed and all that stuff. But like I said, Pokemon, it's been good, but it's not. It's not at its best where it's gonna reach at for right now. Um, again, Smash. Pokemon Black and White and Black and White 2. That's where. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. As soon as I said that, I should have. I was like, damn it. I should have. For our viewers that do know, they know that I love Pokemon Black and White 2. Anyways, you know, the special special toy that's been kind of mad news. But you know what? Isn't mad news? Super Mario Bros. movie. We gotta talk about some trailers that came out this past week. And I'm very excited. We do. About a lot of these. I'm very excited about We them. do. You know, I will say that Mario movie trailer looks beautiful. My boy Luigi, handsome as heck. This <laughs> is gonna be a very exciting movie to see when it comes out in April. And also, I'm excited. And everything. It looks amazing. Everyone, I'm excited for everyone that's in this and all that stuff. I think I'm probably the only person here that doesn't care about that Chris Pratt is voicing this is voicing Mario and all that stuff. Because I don't care as much. I like I just want to watch this movie, see what they do with this and where it goes, because I feel like there's gonna be more to this movie after it's done, especially what this trailer provided. I don't know. Studio too, so <laughs> they did. They did buy their own studio, uh, and all that stuff. So it's gonna be like I said. I I'm like I'm very interested because it's just like the fact that it's like it hint it, it really does try to like drop it, it drops some hints about like stuff out there beyond that, and I'm just like, what would they do really, and all that stuff? Because like here's the thing, none of the Mario games connect in any single way, none at all. And everything for that stuff. For I mean, Princess Peach is just always trying to give Mario cake. Exactly. And for that stuff. So I just wonder what they talk about galaxies, the universe. I'm like, where where we going? Where are we going with this? Is the sequel going to be Mario Galaxy related or something? It could be. Did this trailer, you know, I just want to see. It, I just want to see Funky Kong. If I'm being honest, guys. I'm be just kidding. I'm be honest. Does this, did this trailer make me buy Super Mario 3D World on the Switch? Yes, it did. And, and you didn't tell me, and we could play together. No. I, I, I meant to. I meant to bring it up when I got it, but I was like, oh, I just got it. You know, I just. I was gonna. I'm gonna play it. I playing it. I'm enjoying it and all that stuff. It's a game I never play. I almost ended up buying uh Super Mario Brothers uh. Wii U when it went since it's down on the Switch and also but oh, no, I was like nope finish 3D World let's get this out the way and all that stuff let's chill Riggy chill and all that stuff and all that stuff like I, and all that stuff but I'm very excited I'm enjoying I like I like what they I like the trailer the fact that we got two trailers in three months in a three months time span uh mm-hmm. or and all that stuff is freaking amazing so i'm excited if they do one more i think they're gonna have they're gonna probably gonna do one more before the release so that and everything mm-hmm. to give us a little more context of what's going on because i already, again i already like what i already like what they provided 
I like I like this new one. I liked it the first trailer. Some people guessed didn't and all that stuff because it didn't mm-hmm. provide a lot. I'm like, it's a t- isn't the first isn't the first one more of a teaser anyways? And all that stuff. People want to see a movie in a trailer, and I'm like, bro, chill. Just go watch the movie. Chill. Like actually, <laughs> like chill. Oh, for that stuff. Oh. Um, also, like, dude, these egg rolls taste so good. Amazing content, oh. guys. Amazing content. Yeah. Hey yo, um, <laughs> but I'm I'm ex- again. I think this movie. I'm ex- I'm more excited the more I see it. And here's the thing: I don't remember when. I know it's next year, but I don't know when exactly. I hope it does come out like when it uh, Super Nintendo World is uh, opened in the Universal this year, next year. <laughs> I remember, I was I was thinking because I was literally thinking this just now. I was like, we should ten, we should see the Mario movie on the same day on the same weekend. We uh, if if Super Super Nintendo World at Universal opens and all that stuff around that same, if it opens around the same time, it reminded me of a of an idea me and Manny decided wanted to do. Um, this this was pre COVID. This is no no no. Was it pre COVID or after COVID? Might have been pre COVID. Who knows. Or during COVID. I don't know. The plan was... Oh, no, no. Because it was COVID. It was COVID, I think, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong on all, on all of this. I could be wrong. But it, what happened was, it was the same year Avengers Campus was supposed to come out. Uh, was supposed to open at you know at, uh, at California Adventure. But the Black Widow movie was, was uh, coming out, too. So me and Manny were... And then, like, we thought E3 was still going to happen and everything like that. So Manny, lit- Manny and I were literally planning this out. Of attending E3, going to Avengers Campus if possible, and then seeing the Black Widow movie at the and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, and it oddly enough didn't end up happening and all that stuff and everything because of COVID and everything got shut down and all that stuff. Well, I mean, it did re. I think I think oh, it it reopened anyway, so due to limited stuff, but we're like we ended up not doing it because E3 didn't happen. So it is what it is. All I know is I don't know when. Hopefully, early next year. I think it's early next year. I don't remember. I gotta look that up. I'm gonna look that up right now. Actually, I do want to check out Super Nintendo World. Oh, what's up? Because when I went I'm to sorry, but like, dude, these these are so good. Oh my god! <laughs> early 2020. is when it opens. You know, for for those of you that are interested in my cooking, I'll drop the recipe. I'll, I'll give it to Ricky, and he'll put it in the description. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, so, but yeah, Mario, I'm excited. I'm very excited for this. I mean, who isn't? Well, I mean, like, come on now. It's a game based off a video game. It is Mario, of all things. People are going to have, if you're a hardcore Mario fan, you're going to have very high expectations on this. And not only no, will you have high expectations or will you have low expectations? Because you got to think of the first Mario movie. No, you're gonna it, have... it just has to be better than that. Well, well, sure. No, because no, here's the thing: that first one was live action. This is animated. Totally different. And also, totally different. A, this is all stuff from the same company that did the the Minions movies and all that stuff, too, and everything. And so, it only makes sense. Again, 
high expectations are all all up are it's all high ex- expectations. People are already pissed about Chris Pratt vo- voicing Mario and him not sounding like Mario and all that stuff. So hey, it's, it's a me Mario. It's, it's off to a bad. It's already technically off to a bad start in some way, and all that stuff. You know, I think honestly, I think it's just Chris Pratt because he, if he, I feel like if he's putting more effort into voicing Mario, like I think it'll be great. In like for instance, honesty, Jack Black, Jack amazing job as Bowser. Like that yeah. was a beautiful casting. Yeah, like, it works. That's perfect. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I get it. It's an iconic voice. Everyone loves it. People mimic it most of the time and everything like that. But at the same time, can we not try to do one-to-one comparisons and all that stuff and everything? It like it's gonna be his own thing. This is a this is a this is a of course this is a movie, but it's not gonna work. We cannot do a one-to-one comparison all the time on everything and all that stuff. I get it. We could have done the original voice actor for the game, but the thing is, he only does a few lines. It's not much. He doesn't do much when it comes to talking in the game itself. And all that stuff. So giving him this role to do it in a movie, maybe could have worked, maybe not. Who knows? And all that stuff. But yeah, you gotta remember, it's different. the Yahoo man himself. And also, though he does have a voice credit, a voice acting credit in the movie itself, as what I don't know. But you it's know, still... it's just quite the stuff we're gonna see. The different kingdoms, you know how they align. Well, we see Bowser's inside story. You know, Easter eggs inside the. No, I was like, did you just <laughs> quote? Did you just like interpret a, a DS game that came out and all that stuff? That I, Dude, that. I loved Bowser's Inside Story. It was a beautiful Mario game. I've never, I have never got to play it. I was, I was interested when I first heard about it, but never got to play it. I don't think I owned the DS you know, at the time. Turn-based Mario is really cool. Oh yeah, I heard, always heard of, like, the like that Paper Mario. Those ones in particular are old, are really good. It's a Mario RPG. <laughs> Yeah, I heard those were really good. Yeah, that that was that's cool. And you know, and Chris Pratt has like a lot of a lot of things coming up. He had he has his Mario and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Now I will say, uh, when this trailer came out, I was like, I haven't seen the holiday special yet, so <laughs> I'm probably gonna watch that right now and then watch this trailer. Which I did, and all that stuff. First thing source, holiday special, amazing, loved it, good times, and all that, and everything. Uh, this the trailer now. Oh, uh, it, it's very Funny. interesting, very interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. Uh, I think it's it's the tone of it is very different from previous trailers of from the first two Guardians and, and the movie it's and the movies themselves. But I, I'm 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 down for it, and all that stuff because. Of course, there's 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 a lot going on. This is we're seeing these we're seeing the Guardians for the first time after any game. Remember, there between Guardians two and Infinity War, it's a, it's actually a big time gap in a way. So it's like it's your first time seeing. It's like we don't know what's we don't. There's not a lot talked about in that though. This is after in game. I'm very yeah. Like, it's gonna be interesting of what's gonna happen. The team like. Like we have to remember, uh, I mean, spoilers. But then again, like who hasn't seen Endgame by now? This isn't going to be the same. This is this Gamora is a time is from a time another time, so to say, and all that stuff. 
Um, this is she, this is the Gamora before she joined the Guardians and all that stuff. And though she had some, she know she already had those instincts of like wanting to just to be get away from Thanos and all that stuff, and everything. She's figuring out her place in this new time and all that stuff and everything. And of course, uh, Quill figuring out what to do with that. Them trying to them figuring out other things. The the high evolutionary is what this person's called the villain. Um, what is his doings and what is what is his role in this and everything? Adam Warlock will we'll finally get our first appearance of him after the from the uh, end credit teasers of Guardians Two. For that, so there's a lot of questions, a lot of excitement. Um, I think this is going to be more of a I want to say sad, but more emotional movie. Um, this is this is actually James Gunn, the director who did the first two, and this is and directed and directed this will be his last one. Um, for one overall, not only be, not just in general, not just because it's it's his time to move on, but also he is now the co CEO of DC Studios and working on that now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff. So it's going to be a very interesting story about this and where and where where it gets placed in the. Uh, the MCU because this is the second movie in the in Phase Five because we're now officially in Phase Five now. Um, once Quantum Media and all comes out too, but I don't know. I'm just more of like I'm excited. I don't know what to know what to expect from this. Really, I could feel. I do feel like there's gonna be like a lot of emotional stakes in this, and that's gonna be very interesting to see how because the first two are very. I mean, though it has its moments. It, they're it's, they're very like lighthearted in a way. Yeah, and, and what I will say, I do like that because, like, sure, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy is a comic relief um, kind of franchise that was added to Marvel. Mm-hmm. I do like the idea of like you know having like a serious undertone to the movie mm-hmm. because obviously. There's still gonna be the comedy relief that we know. Come on, like the opening moments of the trailer. You know, we oh, got we have of, Drax over of here. Which, speaking of which, when I first saw that and I see the little I see the girl with the ball, I'm like, she's gonna get hit with that ball and everything. She's gonna get hit with that ball. And what happens? She passes to Drax. I'm like, yep, it's gonna come. And then boom. I'm like You know, Drax was just inspired by the boys and homelander and his parenting style and he was like wow i love playing with little kids let me show him how i like to play um you know the tid oh one tidbit about uh about that particular place they were at i think that has to deal with something with the high evolutionary and it's uh the location of what it's called from what i've from what i've understood it's called counter earth um so i don't know more about that after that but um it's gonna. It's like I said. It's gonna be interesting. And all that stuff about what's seeing that stuff. Yeah, like I said, you know, I still believe that we're gonna still have our cast. You know, be our normal comic relief, but it's gonna have a lot more serious undertones because, for one, Gamora is gonna be different. This is Gamora different. It looks like we're gonna get more backstory on Rocket. Rocket, you know, Honestly. Raccoon Boy, Trash Panda. Mm. <laughs> It's gonna be very so. That's gonna be interesting to see um, for that, and then of course it's just gonna be it's just a lot of other things like like I'm interested in seeing of what happens at the end of this and all stuff because again like though it's like 
the Guardians, based in the in the broader MCU, are more I don't want to say disconnected from everybody else, but it's its own thing, but still connects to everything. I want to see what happens after at the end of this and what happens to these characters and all that stuff. And if whatever are we gonna see them again after this? What where are we gonna see them after this, pretty much? Yeah. You know, stuff. Because it's gonna be it's very it's gonna be very different odd. Again, that like I said, James Gunn is this is his, I, this, I think pretty much this is gonna be his last Marvel movie he directs and all that stuff. And for these characters, I don't like if from anything I've seen out of the MCU, the Guardians franchise always felt more of a family direct produced movie, especially how con- well connected everyone is from the uh, from from James Gunn to everybody else and the actors and all that stuff. And I will be very interested to see of what will happen with these characters and and if these actors decide to continue being in the MCU after this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for that, because it's it's a very this is a very interesting one at all. I think out of like I said, out of everything in the MCU, this is the more interesting one about what's going to happen after for them, just in general, overall. Awesome. Because because they're like the only thing cosmic wise. Yeah, in a, in a way. I mean, I mean, there's, there's we might have Marvel. well, we there's Eternals, <laughs> and these Eternals also, and everything too, and everything. But it's like, if you want to look more into it, more of like who is that mainstay in a way? It's the Guardians. It's the Guardians, yeah, because they were literally interdimensional, well, not interdimensional, but you know, yeah, planetary yeah. travel. And of course, and of course, like people can say like old. Well, you can always find you can always know it from the comics. Yeah, but it's like I said, like I said. You gotta remember this. this I is always, the MCU. It's their own timeline. Everything. Sure, they, they have an idea of. They're gonna have where, an idea, but it's not. I think for me, for the fact that I don't read a lot of comics, and particularly on the Guardians, it's not that I'm scared of what's gonna happen. I'm more excited of what's gonna happen after this movie and all that stuff because it's something I don't know. It's why I enjoy. I think it's also why I I've been enjoying this saga a lot more than other people have, because I don't know a lot in the comics wise after this. There are certain things that I do know about certain stories, like Secret when Secret Wars. I'm hope if it is more related to the more recent one back in 2015, I did read that one, and if it's something like that, then I'm and that's gonna be interesting to see how that story plays out. But everything else is like. I don't know what stories are what kind of stories they're gonna base everything off of, or what they're gonna do after, and all stuff. And I'm kind of cool because like, and also because phase one through three was I don't want to say it was predictable. It was just more of the fact that I knew that stuff. And, yeah, and, and you knew where the story was gonna go, and I mean, you knew what characters were gonna be safe. Like at the end of the day, like we all knew it was coming to Thanos, and all stuff. And yes, we now know that everything is coming towards the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars for these ones but at the same time it's for me though how i feel about this is more of the fact i know the i know what we're, we're coming at in the end part of it but i don't know what's happening anyway. between now and then and all that stuff what's that? And all that stuff so that's why it's like i i think that's why i'm i've enjoyed phase four and in the next upcoming phases or depending on how those play out yeah 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 it's gonna be very interesting to see, mm. and you know I'm 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 for it. First time I've been excited about a Marvel movie in a while. 
I will say. <laughs> yeah, you're like everybody. Yeah, you're like everybody else, pretty much. Yeah, basically. I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen. Yeah, I'd even get what to see Black seen? Adam. What have you Black seen? Black Adam. That's not Marvel. I don't care. I haven't been to the movies in a while. I haven't seen Black oh, Adam. You, you I haven't, haven't seen, seen Smile. I haven't seen Pearl. I haven't seen Wakanda. I got plans Saturday, so I can't see anything. You know, I'm not even going to be here. I'm going to be in Tahoe this weekend. Oh, again? Oh, that's right. Yeah, dude. Let me say that. Let me say that. Um, it's snowing. I'm going to get snowed in, maybe. But yeah, uh, yeah, you, yeah uh, you know that's that's not the only trailer that's happening. You know, we have someone who's a very big fan of explosions coming back. You know, Michael Bay. Okay, he's. Produc- I, don't know, I haven't seen the trailer, so I don't know. He's producing it. He's not directing it. So even that. more explosions. No, no, no. no. Um. Oh, I know. Let me look it up and give you a little more context. But go ahead and start the things while I look this up. Again. Oh, like I, I have no idea what to expect. You know, we we already had a Transformers with like dinosaurs in it, and they had some sort of beast in there. I don't know what this is going to be. Transformers: Rise of the Beast. I, I don't know Transformer lore outside of like, you know, the Transformer shows I've seen along with like the first original transformers that so, came so out wait, wait you mean to tell me you've never seen beast wars i have not oh, that was my childhood right there i love the beast Wars. so i this is one of the reasons why i'm actually excited for this movie and all stuff it's because of the fact that they're implementing these characters from beast wars um and i kid you not when i saw Optimus Primal, Cheetor, and Rhinox, who are the Maximals in this. And um, I literally was so happy and all that stuff. And not only this, so to, to provide a little context on this, um, so this is against Transformers, Rise of the Beast, coming out next year. Um, director is Stephen Capel Jr. Uh, if you don't know him, he, also, he directed the uh, sequel to Creed, Creed 2, which is a really good movie, for those who don't know. Um, and based off what I can understand, apparently it's set in the same universe as the original, the original live action movies from Michael Bay, but not, it's like a loose, re- it's, but also like a loose reboot and somewhat. Cause it's actually, uh, the last Transformer movie that came out was Bumblebee and all that stuff. And that was actually, I forgot movie. about that movie came that out, was coming movie. out. That was a good movie. That was actually a good movie. Uh, cause the thing is. Bumblebee was set in the 80s, how else this movie is set in the 90s. So that's where it's like, how does the timeline work with this? And then all that stuff, in all honesty, and everything. Um, but again, how I how I I'm very excited for this movie now more than because it actually the trailer looks really good, in my opinion. And the fact that it's like so to provide a little context on Beast Wars particularly. So the Beast Wars is a pretty much, uh, there's a little timey-wimey stuff that's about, that's about to get explained right now. So the Maximals and the Predacons are 
the descent are these descendants of the maximal of the Autobots and the predict and the Decepticons, and also if I'm saying that right. And what happened was the Maximals and the Predacons uh, were they were in a battle, ended up going into a black hole that sets them into the past, and also to prehistoric Earth, and all stuff. And going into that, finding out that their against like I said, their descendants, the process of uh, the Autobots and Decepticons are in there, are in this, uh, are here, like but deactivated and all stuff, and they need to make sure, well, the Maxwells in particular need to make sure they don't mess up the timeline and all that stuff and everything, which leads to, like, Gen 1 stuff and everything. And everything. That's to provide a little context to to Beast Wars and all that stuff, because there's a lot of timey-wimey stuff people don't know about and all that stuff about this in particular, about Beast Wars, about how the how it's all set time-wise and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, basically they're pets fighting. Not just kidding, no. Good job. Good job. I know. I had to have a Manny moment, you know? At least once. <laughs> okay. But yeah, but that's pretty much um, this. How this works, I don't know particularly of where how the Maximals and Predacons come to be in this. Um, for those who don't watch, who, who don't watch, uh, who don't pay attention to Transformer cartoons in general, there was recently, I think like last year like end of 2020 end of uh beginning of last year there were three sets of uh transformer shows that came out on netflix um and the final trilogy of that trilogy show had those in particularly so that was that's interesting to see and also so i don't know if it goes based off that a little bit more i was gonna say i was gonna ask i'm like is it on netflix hbo it's on next it's on netflix uh let me give you the correct titles for them um while i look this up but I'm ex- but again, like I'm excited for this. Um, I'm interested. Like I said, I want to know where the story goes and what they do. Apparently, this is going to be the first of a new trilogy. Um, with these, with this in particularly. So, <laughs> I I hope. Like I said, it's Michael. Even though Michael Bay is producing it, um, and it's a different director, I have a little bit more faith in it because I don't feel like this is going to have that. Michael Bay-esque of what those last movies did. I liked the first one. I'll admit that. The other ones just felt like they got weird and crazy and obscure. And I don't know why. We don't know what it was smoking towards the end of it. Yeah. So it was just it just got weird. And all that stuff. This, this like I said, I, I, I actually like Bumblebee. I like where it went. The looks of these characters do resemble more of their more older style ones. Back Gen 1 style. Uh, trans and the ones that I'm talking about are Transformers War for Cybertron. It's three different parts of it in different episodes. Uh, the first one is um, I think it's Siege is the first one. Hold on, let me find the correct order for this because it's not giving me the correct order right now for this. Um, yeah, Siege, Earthrise, and then Kingdom. That's how that's the order it goes in. Um, for that was. And they're really good show. They're really good. Um if you're interested in finding wanting to watch Beast Wars, uh if you download the app uh Tubi, I think it's called T U B I, it actually has them. You there's ads when you're watching it, but it's worth it. Yeah, and, and they block ad blocker, unfortunately. Yeah. 
So so keep that in mind. You will have to watch it with the ads. Yeah. So so I, I mean like I like I, I literally rewatched the whole series not that long ago before the trailer came out. Because I got a lot of I I ended up getting like Beast Wars stuff on my for you page on TikTok and I was like and I ended up like making me like search to see if that's a bit where if it's available on your streaming services. So if you want to watch Beast Wars, the original like the went back like back in the day, that's on Tubi, T U B I, if I remember correctly, if that was correct. Mm-hmm. And, if, and then of course T-U-B-I. If you, and if you want to watch the the more recent cartoons that came out, which is called War for Cybertron Trilogy, that's on Netflix. And the the chapter three, which is Kingdom, that brings out both Autobots and the Maximals and all those ones. You know, so it's a little timey wimey stuff with that too. But yeah. Uh, I'm excited. A lot of things, a lot of things, you know. A lot of Transformers content. And wait, am I looking at the doc correctly? Uh, Why does it say that there's a new speed for Need for Speed movie okay. coming out. So, funny thing. So, last Wait, it already came out? Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> I kid you not. What was all the promotion for this? So, here's the thing. I knew there was one coming. I knew there was a, a, a new one coming and all that stuff. But I haven't heard much of it since and all that stuff. I already knew the title for it. Unbound is what it's called. And then, literally, I think it was the Wednesday, the day before it came out. Like, two days before it came out. Wednesday. And all that stuff. This find I find out, hey, Need for Speed is coming out, and all that stuff. And I'm like, wait, what? So I'm like, I, I'm like, it's. So I think because you got some people got it like a day early and all that stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll wait till actual release day, and see if I can get a ten day trial. Do the ten day trial for EA Play because I have that subscription. Subscription <laughs> was the ten day trial. The, the ten no, not ten day, ten hours trial. For some reason, wasn't available to me at the time. I was like. Now, when I got on the website earlier, it was just like, now you have we have a 10 hour trial. I'm like, what the? And also, so it's called Unbound, as as far as I know. It has like this interesting animation look to it, which is totally different from previous Need for Speed games. And from so far, from what I've heard, it's like, it's actually not that bad. So I haven't got to play yet. I, I might. Just, just to get, see, give it a look. No, Need for Speed is a fun game. Need for Speed was fun. Underground was my game back in the mm-hmm. Underground was the game. Underground, Underground too. I haven't touched it a lot since. Um, well, I'm not really into the racing game, but I know my dad uh, goes crazy. He loves Need for Speed and he loves um, Forza. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna be awesome to see. Gonna, I am gonna try it, see what it goes, see what it's looked like, what's different, what's new, and all that stuff. But um, but yeah, there's a Need for Speed game that came out. Apparently, came came out. <laughs> it was, oh my gosh! I was just I just found it interesting because I was like, what? Yeah, it. Yeah, uh, that's something else. But so, Ricky, mm-hmm. we've been playing a lot of Call of Duty lately, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know. I noticed your your beef with some of the things that's going on. What's going on? Okay, so I think I probably mentioned this in the last episode. I don't remember. Um, but the thing was, so last week, um, the Call of Duty League team skins 
released on Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2. <laughs> and I was like, sweet. I'm going to get my get my LA Thieves team skin as a fan, as you can tell by the sweater and all that stuff. Because there's no North, North, Northern California teams in the league, so gotta go for the <laughs> gotta go for Southern LA, South LA, so it didn't matter, South California. And I was like, okay, I'll buy my skin. And granted, to provide a little context, I do own Modern Warfare Two on both PlayStation and Xbox. Don't ask why. It was a long, it's a long story in itself. Um, but it's neither here or there, and all that stuff. And you know, he just wants to play his God of War and Call of Duty on the same console. Exactly. Um, so, like, I, I I need I need easy access. You know? um, exactly. It's why we like women in sundresses. Exactly. <laughs> I just I just I just reveal the truth. Anyways, um, so I bought the skin. I got it on. I bought it on play on the PlayStation because that was I had that on at the time. I was like, I'll just buy it. Me, of course. Now I am a big proponent. When it comes to video games, when it comes to cross the cross play aspect, uh, cross progression, cross saves, all that stuff, being able to play with people on a different on a different platform and all that stuff, and and all that stuff, I'm a big proponent of that, and I love that stuff and everything. I.e., why you see me still playing Fortnite to this day. Um, and so I got the skin, bought it, looked at it, nice and all that stuff. For those who we play, those who are in the Call of Duty community, Warzone community. Everyone's calling it a, a rose 3.0, 4.0 skin and all that stuff and everything because of how it looks <laughs> and everything. So, oh well, and everything. Uh, got it, played it, like it. I like this. I like it. I'm cool. And then I was like, so I was like, I, I got curious. I was like, oh yeah, let me play, get, get on Xbox and all that stuff and everything, check it out and everything. Now, as far as I knew, and all that stuff. Everything's supposed to work. All everything's supposed to transfer over no, with no issue. Yes, there there are exceptions to certain things in the game and all that stuff. I.e., the only operator that's only on PlayStation, only anybody uh, can only can be seen by only only PlayStation players and all that stuff. Um, which I don't even know what the skin looks like. Still, I mean, sure, I could look it up, but like, you know, yeah, I haven't seen any game. But the, the the literal fact that I can be playing with Arturo, who who owns an Xbox, and when he looks at me, I look like a default skin and all that stuff. That says a lot right there. You know, this is segregation at its finest. Oh, yeah. And this is why Microsoft is buying Call of Duty. So, anyways, I get on Xbox. You no, know, this, is, this is prejudice on here's Sony's the, part. Here's the, here's the thing. So, I get on my Xbox, log in, get into the game and everything like that. I go to my operators. It shows me having... when I It shows me having the... Uh, the default cdl skins which is the black and white with the cdl logo on it and everything like that it doesn't provide me an option to go to my la thief skin it just gives me the default and also so i'm like what <laughs> is this so it's like it for some odd reason it knows i have it but for some reason it's giving me the default one and not the right and not the one my my team skin one I haven't bothered to check if the camo, the weapon camo, is on the Xbox version because I was already just, I was already just pissed off just the fact of the skin entirely and all that stuff. Because, but here's because here's the kicker. I I never mentioned this. I had never mentioned this to anyone. I think I want to say it was Cold War, the Cold War season. So I got mm-hmm. I got the LA Thieves team pack that year. 
and all that stuff for that year. I got it. On, I I bought it on Xbox, and I because I had Cold War on Xbox, and got it. Have all my camos and all that stuff. Have the skin. If I remember correctly, when I downloaded Warzone on my PlayStation, the skin was there, but the camo was there, but it was it was black and white. It wasn't the team colors for the weapon mm-hmm. camo on, on the Cold War. So I don't know what's going on there and all that stuff. So I'm 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 upset. I didn't like that. I'm already. It's like why is this a thing? And all that stuff like this shouldn't be a thing, particularly for the team skin. Like I'm kind of like shrugging off the only thing now, and all that stuff. Like it is what it is. It's happening, and all that stuff. You're like, okay, maybe it's just because it's a PlayStation exclusive. I, but I think the only gripe I have is the fact that you can't see it. Like no one, someone on a different platform cannot see the skin, the operator particularly, and also. And you know what's even more funny? Because since I have that operator equipped on my PlayStation, because I never since I since it's equipped on the PlayStation, and if I go to Xbox, it does give me the default skin, but the voice lines are Onis huh. on Xbox. I'm like, what? I'm like motherfucker! <laughs> like what is up with that? And it's just a. I'm like this. It shouldn't be like this. And all that stuff, it, especially if it's not exclusive content, like if it's platform content exclusive to that platform, and all that stuff. Yeah, like, because you can hear it. Yeah, it's literally for the fact that it's like you should be like anyone on a different platform should be able to see the operator and everything like that. That's fine. Like if it was like like I said, I'm fine for the. F- I, I I think I've struggled off the fact that it is a PlayStation exclusive. I'm fine with that. But it's the fact that it's limit they limit it to a T where it's the fact that it's only PlayStation players can see it is the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. You know, You're like, I wanna see my I wanna look my tell my friends like haha, look at the skin like, I got. Like, come on now. You're like, this is my only time to brag. <laughs> like I have this <laughs> operator here. And then like and then the the but like I said, the real grab is just more of the fact that I bought this CDL skin. Yes, it's on one. I bought it on this platform, but the fact that it doesn't, it knows I have it, but the fact that it's giving me a totally different skin in general on another platform is the dumbest thing ever. And all that stuff. It so is. It's, so it's like, how does that work? How is your cross stuff working with that? And all that stuff. Like, because it's like, literally, it's like, like, dude, the, here's like, here's a, here's an like, example Fortnite. I got. PlayStation, there's like limited PlayStation Plus exclusive stuff, skins and all that stuff, and pickaxes and all that stuff in Fortnite that you can get for free if you're a PlayStation Plus member. That stuff, or even a Nintendo Switch member. Yeah, that stuff shows up perfectly on my Xbox when I play it on Xbox. Mm -hmm. All that stuff, like, like, make it make sense like i get it call of duty it already has enough on its on its table already with the game already itself with how much people brag up complain about it <laughs> and all that stuff but the thing is something is that right there it's just oh my god like come on like like come on like and this is just goes for like like say it was like someone's Bought that on PlayStation. They 
they move over to a, a PC or even an Xbox and they or they just download Warzone on PC or an Xbox. And then like when they see that, especially if it's the teams, the CDL team stuff and they get they're showing the just the regular default CDL skin. It's like, come on now. Yeah. Or really? think of little Timmy at home, you know. Oh, I didn't. Even he, he's in a he's in a divorced home, right? Yeah. And at his dad's house, he has his Xbox, and his mom's house, he has his PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And now, whenever he goes to his dad's, he's like, "Wow, where's the skin that I have on my mom's house?" Exactly. And it's just for the fact that it's like, and I I don't even mention this. Like, so again, I have the Volt. I had the Volt edition. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The you're supposed to you get this uh exclusive uh blueprint and stuff that automatically gives you like the attachments for your web for the M4 weapon and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That doesn't for some odd reason that's not carried over to my Xbox version. But the four operators like Ghost, Soap, and all them, those did. Interesting. It's so. Did you buy the? Vault edition for both games? No. For like both consoles? I got the regular I got regular on Xbox. Okay. I was gonna no, say, so. would you get double the content? <laughs> my, ba- my battle no, because the battle pass works with no issue. All my stuff is there that I redeemed from the battle pass. It it's showing on both versions is on both platforms. And even on the on st- on the Steam version, because I downloaded Warzone off Steam just to get just to just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all that stuff. So it's like everything's there. And also from the on the battle pass content at least, and also because that would have been weird for the fact that it's like I got those fifty token, those fifty battle pass tokens, and but it doesn't show up on the on the Xbox. I'm like, and that uh, would be interesting. <laughs> all I know is is like, I yes again, Call of Duty has enough on its plate already with everything else, but the content stuff you need to make that that has to be a thing if you and all that stuff, especially. For people who do have to like on situations like that, yeah. Some people might be like, "Oh, we don't care. We just want to play the game." I'm like, "Well, you know, that's part of the game. This matters to some people." Yeah, yeah. And all that stuff. Like, it's like I, I get for Call of Duty, particularly. It's like I get people have complaints about. There's people that have complaints about this. There's people that have complaints about this and all that stuff. But it's like. And it's like people are always complaining it's for the fact it's like we can't do this thing and you need to fix this like doing a lot of stuff like what else do you have to do? I'm like, yeah, they got 15 million complaints about every something else entirely different on the game itself and everything like that. And everything. That's always why something. That's why it's like I don't <laughs> complain. That's why I don't literally complain about it as much because of the fact it's like cool. they got bug issues on the game itself. So what's that? And so it's like okay. But you know. The CDL content might be kind of like lackluster, but the CDL content in esports something different right now. I, I I will be honest, I haven't been watching it, but I've been watching it, you know, getting those free items and drops that they do on Twitch. So if you're yeah. interested in... Yeah, because it's back on Twitch now after being exclusive to YouTube for the last three years. Right. So weird, you know. Did they do drops on YouTube or what? Yeah, they did. I yeah, did. exactly. So here's the funny. Like, since we, I know we we're supposed to talk about particularly in the CDL, but here's the thing. So the Twitch, the drop, Twitch on drop, the drops on Twitch. How that works is you accumulate the number of time you watch, 
you have to go into your inventory to actually claim it and all that stuff. And then particularly with the 30, 30 minute uh, tokens, particularly, you have to do those. Every, it's every two hours. You literally have to claim the one that you finish in order to proceed to the next one. On YouTube, you just watch and it shows up. Yeah. So that I missed it. out like on like two hours of stuff because I was working. Yeah. So it's like you literally have to like, like soon as you have to make sure your two hours are done so that way you can start the next one on Twitch and everything. Like, but again, like I said, on YouTube, it was just you watch as long as your, your account was connected to your YouTube account. All you have to do is watch and all that stuff. And then whenever you get on, it's going to be there. You didn't have to worry about anything mm-hmm. else. And I'm just like, that's why I was like, when I was like, when I was getting mines done and all that stuff, I was like, this was so much easier on you when it was on YouTube. All I had to do was just watch. All I had to do was literally pop up the app, whether it be on my app, my tap, my iPad, my TV, turn it on, have it played, and then throughout the whole thing and all that stuff, have it played in the background if I'm doing something else and all that stuff. And then the next thing I know, once I get into once whatever's done there, or if I turn it off or something like that, I can just go into the game. It's right there. I was like, oh, the extra step. For real. I think the extra step, that's what's killing but hey, me. But the thing that made bug, me miss out on points. Like, the thing that bugs me, though, now, I, now I'm going to get on a tangent about CD this weekend. The fact, <laughs> the amount of people that were so happy that it was back on Twitch. I'm like, do people not remember the whole Twitch fiasco that's it, going on? It, the more it, ads that they're going to get to? It, well, it, well, that's the thing, though. That that was like my one concern about that. Oddly enough, my experience, I only had the ad when I got on, and that was it. Really? Yeah, I hadn't. I haven't. I never got ads after um, throughout the whole broadcast. I mean, they had. Their, I got like, ads like three or four times. That, I mean, they had their ads like in the in-show ads that when they'd go between well, breaks yeah, and stuff they like, had like that. that stuff. But like actual Twitch ads where it gives you like the one of seven stuff or one of something. Like I didn't get any of those. Well, to be fair, I think they only did two ads though. They did only one. Uh, they only did two ads. Like during like the like broadcast ads, not Twitch ads. No, just two Twitch ads. Oh. So that could be a big factor of everything. Yeah. Cause it was just like, so the, cause that was one, that was my, that was gonna be my one gripe when, cause that's the funny part too. That got announced the day before CDL started. That was gonna be on Twitch. I was like, wait, what? And I'm like, I'm like, oh no. Like it just said they're on Twitch. I don't know if it's an exclusive deal or anything like that. They haven't said anything. Uh, that's that, that that's what scares me about that stuff. Like too, I know it's esports and it's totally different from traditional sports and all that stuff because I'm so used to finding out about that kind of stuff. Yeah, about broadcast rights and all that stuff. But the fact that it's like you do that a day before, and I'm already like confused cause, and all that stuff. I'm already like freaking out. Not not freaking out, but more of like why and all that stuff. And but you don't say it's exclusive on Twitch. You don't you don't mention about it having to be on YouTube. There is no YouTube feed stream happening and everything and it was just like i don't i'm like okay let's see where this goes uh, granted this was only qualifiers to get into major one 
So I don't know if stuff is going to change between now and then. And then major one is more of a prime anyways, because you're, the tournament's going to consist of both uh, league teams and uh, challenger teams, which is like their minor league stuff. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And also, so that's going to be different. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen by major two and all that stuff. So there's a lot of questions that like, that's, I think those are the questions that like I have concerns about, but like nobody else is probably asking about and all that stuff, or they just don't open up about it. Uh, but apparently like, it was doing so well because it was doing a hundred. It was doing a hundred thousand view, concurrent viewers, and all that stuff, all weekend. And I'm just like, like how many of these people are just trying to get their drops? <laughs> like I bet you, like I bet you, the majority of them was just drops, and all that stuff. Oh my gosh! And then and, chat was popping off, like drops, drops. You know why that happened, Ricky? I can tell you why that happened. Mm-hmm. I was there for that. I saw it go down live. Mm-hmm. So. There was this dude in chat, and he was like, "Yo, bros, your homies, twenty dollar Fortnite." Co- no, sh- that's why I always high chat when I watch esports broadcasts because I just like it's so No, but that's not actually what happened. What actually happened was that people were like, "Oh, who has Jackbox codes? Who has Jackbox codes?" And then somebody in the chat was all like, "They highlighted their message because you get points." They highlighted their message, and they're like, "Type in exclamation mark." code in the chat for jackbox codes and the chat popped off i was like wow i i'm like scrolling through the chat so people are like i see all that and like and the waves of like exclamation point drops coming in i'd see you know this wouldn't have happened in youtube chat Bubbly, good, good. So, besides CDL as a whole, did you have like anything you want to talk about within the CDL matches that happened over this weekend? Well, uh, besides us going one and one, uh, that that Atlanta phase game was a tough one. I'm not gonna lie. Um, the only thing really that bothers me is just the fact of what happened day on the first day. Um, uh, for those who don't know, Optic is uh, Optic played uh, the Minnesota Rocker, and there was uh, they the way that game, how they lost that game shouldn't have been a loss in the first place, in, in all general speaking. Um, so it was on map three, map three, which is search and destroy. Uh, no, 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 my bad. Control, my bad. My apologies. Control. And apparently, towards the end of the game, Optic won the map, convincingly, and all that stuff. Uh, but apparently, there it took a. I already I had caught it early on because it really took a long time to get to start the next map, and I'm like something happened, and it comes to find out, uh, Minnesota uh, wanted to see if they could replay the the map, or something because of the fact of. So one of the players apparently called a kill streak, which is a, uh, an SAE to be Pacific, and he was fro. Uh, apparently, he couldn't do anything. Which is which in all which when I heard that I was like, that still exists because here's the thing, there's it's a bug, and particularly with this. So the reason why I know it's a bug because I've experienced it multiple times in Modern Warfare Two. 
and pretty much what it is is like when you sum when you start the streak, you are stuck on the screen where you're looking at your tablet thing where you're placing your where you where you want to place things for the SAE for on the map. You cannot buy. You can't do anything with it or anything like that. I haven't had that issue recently. That's the thing. Um, but apparently, it's still a bug. After seeing, you know, that, after hearing that, that's why chat was over here like SAE instant game win. If you pull out the SAE, pull out the SAE again. Why? <laughs> why high check? It's why high check. I'm not. I don't want to deal with that. Oh my gosh, that was funny, dude! Yeah. I love looking at chat. They're so terrible, man. It's funny, but it's it's like, like their yeah. own conversations happening. That's like yeah. not even related to the game. Yeah, and but yeah, so apparently that's what happened to the player, and they want they had ruled they had let the league know about it and see what they can do a replay replay the replay the, the map, uh, or something like that, or what they can do about it because he was bugged. Here's the thing about that. So the, of course, within the seat, well, within competitive Call of Duty in general, there is something called gentleman agreements, and all that stuff, or GAs for short. And these are stuff that are talked about within the within the players of the league, of what to not to be used in in the league when playing competitive games and all that stuff, what to use or not to use and all that stuff. And here's the thing: the SAE was gentleman agreements not have in the game, and all that stuff, or you cannot use it if you have it selected. As one of your kill streaks. Now, it sounded like it's an it was an accidental call for the kill streak. I don't remember correctly. Um, but here's also the other thing. It was toward it was called towards the end of the game. Um, I forgot to check out the I forgot I did forget to check of how far close was it. Because based off what I remember, that game was already over and Octagon had already won that map and all that stuff. <laughs> now the league ruled um for them to replay the map and what Optic decided to say was they would rather just forfeit the map and all that stuff which is fine and all that stuff all it what all it did all that was that would have led to a a 2-1 a 2 uh they were already up to a 2-1 it would have made yeah on the map three. No, no, they were up. It was one one going into map three. Why do I feel like I'm messing this up already? Uh so pretty much they would have lost a map, they would have been down a map and all that stuff, going into the going in going into the next one and all that stuff, and they would still continue to play and all that stuff. Instead, it ended up having them to forfeit the whole game itself. <laughs> and Here's the thing about like pretty much what what's going on with it. I can understand it from both team sides of of women. Like for Minnesota, that's fine of going ahead and uh, reviewing it. I guess you can say on on where it leads and all that stuff because mm -hmm. it was a it, it was it is yes it is a bug. Um, it's a beautiful I, bug. I also understand it from optic side of being like. Okay, we rather not play. We rather not replay the map. And if it ended up of us for, just forfeiting the map, that's fine. But it ended up, though, it ended up leading them to forfeit the game. It's more on the league's part of assessing how to review those kind of things correctly, and all that stuff. The fact that it led to oh, yeah. it, it a fact that it had to lead to optic forfeiting the whole game, is the most dumbest thing in the world. 
when pretty much pre-map, pre-map, it was tied 1-1 and all that stuff. Though, and again, this would have led to Optic having a 2-1 lead in maps and switch, but in, and instead switching it over to Op, Rocker getting the uh, Minnesota getting the map lead instead and then continuing the game and all that stuff. Would it change things? Of course. And all that stuff. You want to make sure and all that stuff and everything, but that's the point. Just keep the game going instead of just ending it up, ending it like that just because of that. Second of all, it should have went to Optic in general and all that stuff for two reasons. One, it was a conv- based off the results, it was already leading to a victory on Optic side. Second of all, the kill streak is GA'd and it shouldn't have been used. The fact that he acts, even if it is on on an accident and all that stuff, just give it to Optic. You are the players shouldn't players already know that it was G date in the first place and all stuff to not to be used and all that stuff. So just give it based on the parameters, based on the timing on what that could, just give it to Optic and all that stuff and and recollect yourselves into the next map. You weren't you didn't lose the game yet. You didn't lose the whole the match yet. You just let you're just you're you're just now down a map. That's you it. know, this just shows how beautiful the professional Call of Duty really is because we might have our bad moments in public lobbies. Yeah. But also at the same time, but like, then we could just look at this and be like, wow. But also at the same time, it's like, we also also have to look at it. It's like the league and the development studios of the games themselves need to have some kind of better communication of sorts when it comes to this kind of stuff and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like right now, like we get it. There are bugs in the game. Hey, at least people are not leaving when they get executed. That is true. That is true. That is true. But they have to, but at the same time, though, there has to be some kind of valuable, viable communication and all that stuff and sorting this out to make sure that stuff like this doesn't happen or to make sure games are fixed or better fixed or stuff like that and everything. Um, Of course, the games are running on PCs. There's always that kind of stuff and everything like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's why, and it's like, I, I don't know how I don't know if they can if they ever could try. I mean, like with league and with league esports in particularly, and even um Overwatch League too. They play on a certain patch, and all that stuff, and everything, and hopefully I think hopefully Call of Duty does the same thing. Hopefully of like oh, okay they'll for this major they have to play this particular patch, and all that stuff. Yeah, and, and everything like that. Now again, you know just like now again. For this case in particularly for Call of Duty, because as of before now, Call of Duty came out on a yearly cycle, so it makes it hard to do. And this is coming out. This is the first major three weeks, a little like three to four weeks. Oh, no, literally a little bit over a month since the game has come out and all that stuff. And it made me, but it made me question something because like the one thing about uh, Call of Duty League, there was a complaint that Mm -hmm. it it didn't it always started in like late january or early february and um and all that stuff it never started like i mean like before they call it when uh before the call of duty when it was the uh call of duty world league and all that stuff before they did the whole franchise thing the, the season did start in december but when called when they switched to the franchise model they just started in january or february and all that stuff and people were the teams people were complaining about that it's kind of it's like it kind of made me think like I wonder if they didn't start this early, and we probably wouldn't have this issue. Maybe 
in this issue. Probably wouldn't. And all that stuff. And but I'm not gonna complain. Like, like I get the reason why you would they would want the season to start early because it's a month in, the game's still fresh, get the people, get the people to watch and all that stuff. But at the same time, it was just like I wonder if they like game came out in October to it's like a three two to three month gap between that. I wonder if say if like the the, the SAE bug got fixed by then, everything would have been working and all that stuff. Who knows what could have if that if that was different and all that stuff. But hey, I can't say nothing and all that stuff. And all that stuff and everything. But hey, but it led to this. And I don't know what could happen more after this. Like it's it's very interesting to see this. I've I don't think in my life I've especially in call watching Call of Duty Esports, I've seen something like this. Um you know, it's just very interesting. It's very interesting. And I, like, it does bug beg the question, like, like, say if this didn't go, so like I said, say if the season didn't start this early and all stuff, what this would well, happen by January? Too many new things happening all at once. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, I, like, I, again, like, I get it. Of Like, I understood the reason why they want to start early and why, why it would benefit them because the game is still fresh in a way and everything. But, Depending on like the the game was buggy from the the game has been buggy and all that stuff and everything and it was just so interesting to see if like I wonder if this could have been avoided in a way so that because like it gives the development team more time to fix the game before the league starts and all uh-huh, that stuff because uh-huh. you're because the thing is is like this game is coming literally before the holiday season starts and all that stuff and people want to take their breaks people want to take their vacate and all that stuff their holiday time to be with their family also especially in video game development because they work on those they work on these games tirelessly and all that stuff but i'm not trying to like defend and all that stuff and everything i'm just it's just more me being like what if and all that stuff and and could have this been avoided if they didn't start the leagues early and all that stuff but i'm not gonna but that's just me it's happened, and we'll see what happens. We'll see where it goes from here. Do you know what else is interesting? Hmm. A certain person. Oh God! Is it that time? It's that time. Okay. Uh, do Do we want to talk about this person? I don't. No, 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 just kidding. It's okay. No. <laughs> the only reason okay. why we're not going to talk about no neon. No, we're not going to talk about the political side of it. It's just one particular thing, and it's not that. And here's the thing: it's going to sound like I'm defending him, but. There's a reason to it. Oh no, the Kanye stands are coming. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not defending him. I just find it a brethren, like, like very crazy. So, of course, for those who, for everyone knows about Kanye, of course, he is or was, as as of now, I think, married to Kim Kardashian. They have a kid. They had a kid, and every they had some kids. They had one or two kids, I think, together. I don't remember. Um, so. It comes to find out after like their settled divorce settlements and all that stuff. Apparently, Kanye has to pay two hundred thousand a month in child support. Makes sense to me. My thing. <laughs> is, here's the thing, uh, and he has to pay like fifty percent of security, security enforcement, and fifty percent of the child of the kids. Um, 
schooling and all that stuff. This, this is your daily reminder for birth control, folks. My thing is for the fact that it's like, I get it. You're divorced. It was how everything ended. It was shaky and all that stuff. Why are it again? This is gonna sound like I'm defending him. I'm it's not. It's just more the fact of of what the fact of he's paying money when the woman is rich enough is rich enough as it is and all stuff and everything like why add more like why do that you can say it's like you can say you can put that in like it goes to their trust fund 200k a month is is too much for the kids dude that's like more than i make in a year exactly and all that stuff and everything it's like five times more than <laughs> like you're already Wait, actually again let me do this. Yeah, dude, that's like almost five times more than what I make in the year. Again, like I said, he—it's—he's already doing fifty percent of security stuff, enforcement. I don't know to watch, the, I guess, kids, and then fifty percent of their school of their schooling already. That's enough, right? That should be enough, right there. If it's more of just protecting the kids and all that stuff and everything. But the, the, the top on the fact, because I think they have like two or three together, two hundred k a month. I think I, they didn't say for each. I don't remember if it did say for each, if I remember correctly. But if it is for each, why? Like that that is that's too much. You know, because nobody cares about keeping up with the Kardashians anymore. So they need a flow of income. No, just kidding. No, they have enough they they have enough of a flow income already as it is. And all that stuff. And everything. Not just from the show. Not just from the show, but like all their like business ventures that they have and all that stuff. And their their sponsorships from other companies and all that stuff, their brand sponsorships. And you know, stuff. Ricky, I have five words. Go ahead. We live in a society. Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> and it's, it's why it's like, I'm just saying, I just like, it, it's just like, I kid you not. It, it's one of, it was one of those. Cause I mean, like, I don't care about like outside re- real, real rea- reality show stuff kind of things. But that was one of those things where I literally got out of my room, went to my mom, and told and that told her told her about this because she she follows the stuff too. She follows that stuff, and I was just like, "Why? Like that is obscure." It's again, this is not me defending him. It's more the fact of what resulted in this when she already has money as it is enough to pay mm-hmm, for those mm-hmm. kids and all that stuff. Like, what are you? What are you, you're literally setting the? You're setting the kids for life with that. For no reason, in all honesty, <laughs> and all that stuff, it's you're setting them life in a bad way, you know, in my yeah, opinion. and also, but I, that's just me. I'm not gonna deal with it. I, it's just that right there was just that was just paint. That's just like wow, really. You know, speaking of wow, no, I mean, I love World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh God. I mean, there was a new expansion last week, so. Yeah, I, I saw my friend playing it. I was like, interesting, interesting. Anyways, Fortnite. I will not touch that game. Oh, Are you sure? World, World of Warcraft, not Fortnite. I was going to say, yeah, speaking of Fortnite, how was that Chapter 3 finale? Because, like, I, I wasn't there, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, I heard okay. things were interesting. Okay, so Fortnite Chapter Three event finale and all that stuff because um, they're starting it's, it's a, starting a brand new finale live event. I love the live events and everything like that. So 
apparently the issue only occurred on console players. The, the thing. So what happened? So they did their live event. The live event was happening. Pretty much the live event is was very different from other ones. And how so? It's more of the fact like you were running around like this section of areas and collecting certain things to pretty much your your action to overall scheme of it on how I see it. You're pretty much helping out building the new brand new map and everything, which I thought was interesting. People on other streams, though, like the chat itself, are calling it an element. I don't know. Element. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. Y'all just don't care. Y'all just don't understand things in half the time and everything. That's just me. Um, so I think from based off what I know, because I had like someone else's stream on just to like, uh, just to follow along. And I think my mine's crap. I crashed on my, when I played, when I did it, when it happened to me and it looked like it happened to, I was, it was getting towards the end. So I was like, Oh, well, it is, it is what it is. It is what it is. Did I have it recorded to put it up as a YouTube video to get it ready? Yeah, but it is what it is. All that stuff. I'm not going to complain about it as much and everything like that. Um, but I, I mean, I did get, I like, I got to see everything else. Um, uh, luckily enough, and apparently it only affected console players on that and everything, which sucks, but it is, again, this is what it is. I was enjoying it, 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 but it did feel like it should be one of that event would have been interesting to do with if I had people with and all that stuff and everything. Why didn't you tell me? No, well, I didn't think that. I didn't think it was going to be something like that and all that stuff. Normally, events are just like you watch, you do something, and that's it and all that stuff. Uh, with the exception of the prior one, which was and all that stuff. But then it, at, the, at the end, when I did that one, I was fine doing that by myself and all that stuff. Um, this one did feel more of like, oh, I have friends. Uh, like I should, this one, like you have friends. So that way you can like, know where to go, what to do and everything like that. During the during the event itself, there's like certain spots where if you, when you activate it, it gives you flashbacks to prior seasons, to certain to certain things that happened. Um, like one was like the mech. The other one was like uh, the cube back in chapter one. There were some other ones that I got that I didn't get to see, fortunately, but there was all good. I had it. The map was, the thing was cool. The seeing the, seeing the trailer for it, uh, the end trailer, which is pretty much the launch, the the launch trailer of the new chapter. Also, when you start the game, when you start the game for the first time in the new chapter, uh, that was cool to see because you get because like literally it's like you get to see the map right then and there, at the end at the end of it and all stuff like and all stuff. So it's like cool because like and that's how I saw like and that's how I saw it was like like we really like pretty much in a way we literally got to build the new map in a way, also just cool. We're not going to talk about my laptop dying right now. That explains a lot. <laughs> a lot of stuff. But yeah, it was a good time. Well, a I'm stuff. a very interesting host, Ricky. I'm trying to give you new content. <laughs> You're just keeping it, keeping it interesting while, as it goes and everything. Awesome. But it did, like I said, it was a new chapter. Um... And everything. We're on chapter four now. We have a brand new map. Okay, a lot of people are saying it's a lot smaller. And mm. I, I kind of agree with it in a way because I, I do feel like we get to play like at least if you're driving, I get to a lot of more places faster than usual 
in the other map in the other maps. Um, but with this, it is a new chapter. Um, I got to, I got to, I played it for a bit. Arturo joined me towards the end of it, towards the first session of it, and I was pretty fun. I had a good time. I've enjoyed it. I had a lot of stuff, and we have brand new guns. Uh, the for the map, it's everything is brand new, such as like POIs and everything. There are certain spots in the map where it provides like uh, references to old to stuff from the older maps. Um, but they're not like they're not again. If you're looking for on POI references, such as like if you're expecting like Pleasant Park, Risky Reels, or some or any other ones, previous ones that you that you liked, uh, Retail Row or something like that to be in this map, it's not. They're all like everything's brand new. Everything is brand new for this stuff. Um, uh, I would say that I'm a simple guy. If I see movement in a game. I'll enjoy it. And Fortnite has new movement in being a hammer. So shock so yeah, so we do get new weapons. We get like I said, as I mentioned earlier, we do get new weapons. One of them is called the Shockwave Hammer. Um when I saw this first shown in the gameplay trailer that was released, uh it's I was very it was literally like this is the first thing I gotta try out and everything. And boy, this that thing will live up to its name. It is a fun thing. It it's, it helps not only for movement, but also uh, for a certain attacks and everything like that. So it, it doubles like you you get a total of four bounces and it recharge and it uh, re- recharges after that, and it does after a certain amount of time. Um, so it does it's not infinite, thankfully. Um, it based off gameplay, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of them on the map, so I don't see in everything. Uh, which is a good thing too, but it's a fun, it's a fun, it's a fun weapon to you. It's a fun weapon to have in the game. We also have something that's called the Excalibur rifle. Um, rifle that takes shotgun shells. It takes shotgun shells, but it feels from based off streams that I started watching uh, recently. It has a, it has the feeling of a hunting rifle. But the, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. It'll shoot a blade. If you hit someone, it'll, it'll it'll take damage, but it sticks on the person, and then it'll explode. So, additional damage on that. So that's pretty cool, right there. It's a fun fun weapon to use. I've been I've been enjoying it more and more now. Now that I've gotten the hang of it and all that stuff. Um, we have two new shotguns, the Auto Maven and the Shocker uh, Thunder. I don't remember. Um, the scar is back as the regular AR, and every for that one, uh, like you can have a gray scar now. You have a gray scar, yeah. That's how it works. Um, no snipers so far from what I've seen. I don't know. The Excalibur. Well, this this more of a it's more of a hunting rifle. If you yeah, if, if you're comparing it to like Fortnite guns, um. It's basically a one-hit KO. It does 175 in the head, and then it blows up for 50. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. So they're going to be left with, like, two pickaxes. Yeah. Um, we have a new... We have two new SMGs, one pist- one new pistol. Um, that pistol does damage, especially from far range, if you get hit your shots. I would know, uh, because I shocked the heck out of me when I did that. Um... 
think that's it weapon wise. Um, what was what was uh the one new thing is uh, augments um these are pretty much perks how it works is uh between a certain period of time you are allowed to choose between two perks um and everything there's an option to re-roll your perks and it caught the first one is free but it costs gold after that and it does there's different thing different augments one is like reloading your pistol faster one is to have balloons uh on your back another is to name another one is like you get uh two bows available to you um, yeah and this happens like every what three minutes i think so i think so um but you get a total of four augments though so you want to make sure you choose correct choose wisely and if like i said you can re-roll them if you wanted to, the first one is free, but the rest will cost gold. Gold. After that. Well, interesting is I'm like, how is this gonna affect like you know, gameplay, like tournament level gameplay? Like it'll no. be it'll be interesting to see once uh, competitive competitive kicks in a little bit more. But the thing is, is like since competitive, we're gonna have to grind for gold. <laughs> since, since since competitive deals more with building, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. Because we play zero build more than building, regular building. You also got to remember, too, there's perks that do, there's a perk called Demolition. Yeah. Which increases your chances of finding explosives in buildings that you break into. But that excludes uh, player structures. So if you're doing this, oh, in, yeah. if you do this in regular builds, it won't, it won't affect those structures. But if you think about it, Ricky, how many, like, buildings are people breaking in, like, regular... Fortnite builds because they need material. True. That is true. Oh, yeah. There's another augment that increases your chances of getting uh, chug splashes when you open containers. That's a good one. That is a good one. I don't know stuff. Uh, There's another one where each time the circle uh, starts to close or changes, uh, a little homing, uh, you get a little. What's the word I'm looking for? Scan. Get a little scan, a proximity scan around the area that helps you out if someone's nearby and all that stuff, which is very, which is something I use a lot. And but overall, though, it's I I I'm having uh I'm loving the season so far. I'm enjoying it. Uh, we got a, our new battle pass is is here. The skin, all the skins look pretty cool. They're like. I think, I have no idea what you just said right now. Since it was like, oh, yeah, I mean the the Doom theme, you know, the what? The Doom theme. Oh, Doom! Uh, the Doom guy from the video game Doom is in it. Is to as a collaborative. Your secret skin is Geralt from The Witcher. This is the one based more off the game than the, the Netflix show. To let everyone to provide a context on that. Um, and. Yeah, so those are like the two collaborative ones. There are if if anyone's if anyone has not watched the launch trailer, which is the cinematic one, we got hints of new skins coming out later. This and collaborators coming out later in the season. Uh, we got the Hulk coming. Um, Deku, skin. Deku's gonna reveal you. I was saving that for last. I want to see you know Deku ratio this. <laughs> I was gonna say. But yes, we're getting we're getting a, a My Hero Academia collab collab 
coming soon this season. Not only it looks like we're getting Deku as a as a skin, but it looks like he's gonna have a perk using his um is that the United not the United States of Smash? Um I forget. Hey, shoot style. You know, Deku's gonna have a whole new meaning to shoot style. Yeah, yeah, shoot style, I guess you could say. Yeah, shoot shoot style. And um we probably might get some more stuff maybe later with within the my accurate. There is a uh, a pick if towards the uh in the cinematic trailer there was a image of a pickaxe that resembled all might colors so that's going to be something like that if we get other characters that'll be interesting to see and uh it looks, it looks like Mr Beast is coming to Fortnite he looks like he's getting his own skin based off the trailer so that's going to be interesting to see um, nothing else after that, but this is this is gonna come down towards the rest of the season. I kid you not, there was lit- Fortnite literally posted something on socials where they announced what collaborations they're doing. Um, the Mr. Beast was one, the My Hero Academia, which showed it, which showed the name in the in its Japanese form, not English, which was interesting to see. And um, they're doing something with uh, NBA All Star Giannis Ankapet. I can't even say his last name right. So he plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. He's a big superstar and all that stuff and everything like that. We're probably going to get like a skin, maybe an icon skin for him and all that stuff, uh, which is pretty, pretty cool. I would probably get that most definitely because I am a big fan of him in the NBA and also, even though I never got, I, I never bothered to get the LeBron James one. Uh, there's a lot right there. Um, I need LeBron James in Fortnite when you can have him in multiverses. Well, yeah, I got him in multiverses. So that, there's that. Um, but yeah, I just remember a time when we, we looked at all this like as jokes. We're like, Haha, Goku in Fortnite, that will never happen. And then now look at Fortnite. <laughs> yep, got that skin. Did you not? I was excited for that, but that happened. I was literally I was playing out days on end. Also, but yeah, Fortnite here, Fortnite and chapter, all stuff. So far, it's been a blast. All stuff, I'm loving it. I am currently level 17 on the battle pass right now. Hey, it is what it is. Oh, he's just been grinding. What? He's just, he's just been grinding. He just simply built different. No win yet. I've been close maybe two, three times on solos. Um, I'll find the duos. Duos, it's, it's a new map. We're getting used to it. And all that stuff and on a duo aspect and all that stuff. We'll be fine. We'll get those wins. Yeah, stay tuned for tonight on Ricky. <laughs> I'm probably gonna stream it tonight after this, but I don't know if yet. Uh by tonight we mean Wednesday. No, just kidding. <laughs> but everything. But yeah, Fortnite's fun. Fortnite's fun. Fortnite is fun. But you know, I think that's all the time we have for today. Mm-hmm. Again, this is No Name Podcast. You know, Ricky, you're also going to have to, like, probably edit my three-headed dragon face into this for, like, the part where my laptop dies. We'll see. We'll see. But, again, this is No Name Podcast coming to you here, bringing you news, topics, cheesemate, and all. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, and wherever else that 
podcast services play on. And we'll see you next time. Peace.